Let's get a track update because it's a good many at Caulfield tomorrow. Tim Bailey joins us. G'day, Tim. Morning, Gareth. How are you? Good, thank you, mate. Um, can you please give us an update on the track there for tomorrow afternoon? And it's a big couple of weeks for Caulfield. It's a big six yeah, weeks, in fact. It is, yeah. You're right. Obviously, with the All-Star Mile here in mid-March. So, um, yeah, we're currently on a good four. Rail is at nine metres after being at through on Australia Day, seven, uh, eight days ago, or eight days prior to this meeting. Uh, terrific cover of grass, not a not a uh, hook point out there. Obviously, no horses got out there on the yeah. uh, pre- on the previous meeting. We're we're putting on twelve millimetres of irrigation as we speak. Uh, Thirty one tomorrow, so quite warm. So I'm thinking it may need uh, another four mils or so of irrigation. Um, the irrigation we're applying now is with our travelling irrigators, which do a beautiful even job. Uh, the four millimetres we'll put on either late tonight or first thing tomorrow morning will be with our in-ground sprinklers, and they're, they're sort of wind-affected. And they're saying the wind's getting up this afternoon, so I'm probably tempted to more do them at 5am in the morning uh, when there's no breeze around them, so they give a, a completely accurate irrigation tomorrow. Um, yeah, obviously that the idea of another four millimetres with the warm day to keep it in that good four range for... You know, at least half the card or more. What about the wind conditions tomorrow? For nine, they're saying no wind at all. So okay. It should be 30, 31 degrees sun and not a breath of wind, they're saying. So, okay. Uh, they, they, they have known to be wrong lately, Gareth. Yes, they have. Right. They have, yeah, mate. Yeah. But if they're right, uh, it sounds like a uh, cracking day. So with the rail at nine metres, it's a hot day, drying conditions. I would imagine it would be um, advantageous to be up, up on the pace there tomorrow. Yeah, look, back in mid-December, we raced, uh, well, actually, we raced, if you recall, we raced two meetings a row at 10, so much the same position, and we raced a Thursday night into a Saturday, and especially that Saturday, I thought it raced really well, where horses, you know, and looking back over the results of that meeting, horses were able to uh, make ground that meeting. So, I, I, you know, I, I think it'll be the same, but again, tempo-related, you know, if, if uh, you know, if, if, if the horse is up on speed, get an easy, or not too hard a, a lead, I think they'll, yeah, you're right, they'll certainly be harder to run down, and I think historically at Caulfield that when the rail goes out to nine or ten that, um, you know, it's no disadvantage not up in the front half at least. Good on you, Tim. Thanks for that update, mate. Keep on dominating. Thanks, Gareth. There's Tim Bailey, the track curator there at Caulfield. Jerome Hunter's stable's going. Well, it's flying at the moment. They had another winner there yesterday, that promising rewards and more, and they've got some top chances at Caulfield tomorrow afternoon. G'day, Jerome. Great, great job yesterday, mate. Um, reward, rewards and more is a promising galloper. That was a... Good effort to defeat a smart one in Scorsese yesterday or last night there at Pakenham. Yeah, um, I, I think that uh, he's uh, he's a horse with a, a lot of potential. So we're, we're glad to get the maiden over and done with. We'll probably um, be done lucky to start before. Yeah. Um, what's the plan for him now? Uh, I think we'll just um, wrap him up in cotton wool and yep. go for the um, the final, uh, yep. the 1400. Well, that's exciting. Great prize money when you've got a nice horse like that in that maiden series. Oh, it's fantastic. You know, you know, even if they didn't have the final, just those um, $75,000 maidens, it's, um, you know, I think we've all been hoping. I, I think, the, you know, a lot of horses win maidens and then it's it's hard to, um, you know, for those some horses to progress. And, um, yeah, to start off with that type of prize money for their first win, I think it, it helps everyone. Barbie's doll I thought was excellent at Geelong and then went one better there the other day at Packardham. Can she go on with it? This three-year-old filly in a pretty handy race to kick off proceedings at Caulfield tomorrow. Yeah, look, um, she, she's in the same boat. Um, she'll be going to the final as well. So, um, 
you know, we we just got to keep ticking her over, and you know, it looks like a good race to, to have her in. I think um, she's going as as good as ever. She's come through the, the, her last start really well. Are you happy with Al Coover, who's at an each way price there in the the second race? Yeah, look, um, uh, you know, you, you look at the what his last start, the form. Uh, sorry, not the form. You know, his result. But um, if you have a look at the video, he had a very tough run. I thought it was a, you know, he probably should have won that race. And this was always the race I was going to target with him. So we, we're still going ahead with it. I think, um, you know, if he's uh, if he wasn't too gassed uh, last start, I think he'll be right in the money tomorrow. And then we go to Rich Fortune, who's a lovely mare. Um, she goes around the Balmain Stakes. She just probably needs a little bit of luck to go her way. Um, do you think she can get that on, on Saturday night from a low gate? I look, I hope so. Um, you know, we bumped her up to 1,200. Um, last start, um, Damien Lane got off and said he, he, he probably thinks he, he was a couple of uh, pairs too far back and it was a leader's track at Geelong and she hit the line really well um, only got beaten half a length so she's going good we'd, but we'd, you know, we'd like to see a win beside her name this preparation hasn't happened yet um, but with 1200 she should be a lot closer and you know hopefully just behind the speed and um, just covered up and, and get the last crack at them. Do you think she got a strong 1200 metres or do you think she's just one of those horses that is a better 1,100-metre horse but gets back and needs pace on? That's the uh, the million-dollar question. Yeah. We'll, we'll know that tomorrow because, yeah. um, and, you know, I just I could have went to the 1,100, which I know she'd run out a strong 1,100. Um, but, oh, look, that, you know, I wouldn't say it's the strongest of group threes tomorrow. No. And, and, and I was weighing up and I thought it's only, you know, we, we're only starting – just getting into the autumn type of races and, you know, the next few group threes and that, I think they'll be a lot stronger than what they will be tomorrow. All right, then. Um, City of Boulder was favourite the other day on debut and then had problems last start. Um, is he good enough to win that third race there at Mooney Valley tonight? Uh, truthfully, I don't I don't think so, um, especially with that gate. Um you know, hopefully she, she can run a place. It's it's more of um, just trying to get a run with her um, because two starts without prize money, uh, it's hard it's hard to get a run anywhere. You know, where she was nominated for a lot of places and she got balloted out. So she's just going around. Hopefully, we can get some prize money, and you know, I, I hope um, I hope she she does win. But um, yeah, with a bad gaze, it, it'll be more just cross over, see what happens. What's your best today, or I should say on Saturday, mate? I'd like, to, I'd, I'd like, to, oh, hopefully it's Rich Fortune. Yeah. But um, I, look, I think all of them are, are good each way bets. All right, then. Stable's going great, Guns. We appreciate your time. Thanks for that, mate. Thanks, Gareth. There's Jerome Hunter there. Mitch Lewis joins us. Mitch, hello to you. Hello, Gareth. How are you today? I am very well. Caulfield on a Saturday, rail at nine metres is going to be hot, so you can wear your thongs and your snow. Probably you need to wear your shoes, but you can definitely wear a collared shirt with some shorts at Mooney, at, at Caulfield on Saturday. Um, uh, what are your specials, mate? Uh, three bets for me at Caulfield. So race four will kick off there. Uh, number two, Anisa for the Moody Coleman team. Look, we've seen this horse have two runs. I thought both were pretty impressive. Uh, a win here at Caulfield last start was quite impressive as well. 
it's a small field. I think she'll be forwards. I think she'll be in control of this race. And I think she's got a lot of upside heading towards the Blue Diamond. So I think Anisa gets the job done tomorrow. So race four, number two, Anisa. What else have you got? And Kath Coleman was very bullish about her chances tomorrow. I really love it when the trainers come on and say they're bullish, Gareth. So that's a big tip for me. Um, race seven, number 10, move for Lex. This is probably my value play of the day. This horse is second up here. I think it'll take improvement. Being slightly fitter, uh, says it's been gelded, but perhaps that's just going to switch him on a tiny bit. I think it would switch most of us on. Um, it's going to be forwards as well from Barrier 6. It's a little bit of a messy race, map, but I think he gets the right run. So he's probably my value player of the day, uh, Move for Lex, in race 7. He's been funny with Bet365. He was short enough at the start of the week, and then he's been a little bit easy, Move for Lex. But I think he's the best horse in that race over the 1,800 metres. So I'll jump on the Mitchie Lewis bandwagon. It's, Love filling, that. it's like, filling up quite quickly, by the way. What else have you got? <laughs> um, race eight, number one, wrote to Arataki. So we did. you let me know yesterday that this horse, perhaps the suggestion was it would improve the deeper it gets into the prep. That's okay. I think she's still going to be well fit, like well-placed in this race. It, it's a group three, and I know Jerome Hunter just said the same thing. It's not the strongest group three, but her form lines are all in group races. Um, she's got the runs on the board. So a lot of these other horses have been going around in benchmark levels. So even though there's improvement, I still think her class will get the job done. Uh, I think, like I said, can see there's improvement to come, but I'm happy enough that her class will hold her steady in this race. So Maddie Williams said that he's happy with her and he, and then she can't, she definitely can win there tomorrow afternoon at Caulfield in the Belmain Stakes. But she won this race last year and she was, that is the slightly um, different preparation. She was a little bit more fittery, believed there last year. Um, so she'll be better for the run. He was explaining, yeah. but he did say she can still win. Terrible either. Yeah, and yeah. she's she's yeah. got enough residual fitness behind her, I reckon, to be forward enough. Um, she was in the Rupert Clark, which was in the latter part of the spring, and we saw with the, like a horse like Brave Mead that it's a bit of an advantage there if you do go deeper into the to the spring in the early part of the summer slash autumn because Brave Mead was just too classy for his rivals there. And the Manfred, and he was taking on some horses there that um, had a longer break. But, yeah, she is definitely the class horse, isn't she? Um, I think she she's a horse that can be competitive in Group 1, in a Group 1 race. And I don't think you can say that for the others in that race. No, and I think that's what probably sees her three here. A different case if there were some other group-level horses in the race, but... Yeah, she's run well first up previously and she's got group level form around her. That's why I think she should be a winning chance and she's one of my better bets.